I've spent a lot of time, Joe, slaying everybody in the company. Backstage, I'm starting fights off everybody. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Hey now, my name is Sam Lender, and I am uh, with Mr. Pat Lon, and today we are making a podcast, and we are going to be talking about AI. So pretty much, Pat and I are part of the statistics class at the River School, Indeed. who the teacher is Miss Adams, and con- considering you know the whole coronavirus schmees, we have had to adjust and improvise. And with that, we have been learning about AI. So, you know, what what can AI do for us? The benefits, we the benefits, excuse me, the weak AI, strong AI. So Pat will go into a little more about what we have been doing. That's right, Sam. So the past few weeks, we've been exploring a website called AI for All. Now on this website, we can dive, dig deeper into certain definitions, certain real-world examples uh, that include AI. So to start out, I just want to get you sort of familiar with the idea. So obviously artificial is meaning man-made. And then if you look at the intelligence aspect, Howard Gardner defined intelligence as the capacity to solve problems or to fashion products that are valued in one or more cultural settings. So obviously think about that. When you fast forward a little bit, you find that AI altogether can be defined as a branch of computer science that allows computers to make predictions and decisions. So for example, if you think about an Alexa app in a home where you can ask her to make predictions or stuff about real world. Um, So yeah. I, 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 you know, with the AI for all, it is only one website. So, of course, it's only one um, definition. Every person is going to have a different definition. Like, you know, Howard Gardner has a different definition from intelligence to, you know, the Oxford Dictionary definition of intelligence. And Oxford uh, English Dictionary defines intelligence as the ability to acquire and apply knowledge and skills. So, I mean, everybody's going to, this is only AI for all's. definition so everybody's just going to have a different outlook um on you know ai for all definition but now that we know about ai i think it's better if we talk about weak and strong ai yeah what what is what what's that all about sam why don't you tell us about it so i mean when you have weak ai weak and strong ai it's you know strong ai uh, is generalized. It can solve more than one kind of problem. And weak AI is meant to deal with, uh, you know, very specific uh, scenarios. So um, if you think about it, some examples of weak AI, that's going to be like the postal service zip code reader. You're going to have Siri, Alexa, Google Home. They can listen to you and they can understand when you talk, but they can't make that many inferences because all they're doing is they're just reading off of Google. Exactly. So if we talk about strong AI, though, this is where you move from reality to fiction, because 
our minds, we barely know our mind. We know five to 10%. And pretty much when you think about it, strong AI, this is, um, I mean, some examples are like Hal 9000 from the 2001 A Space Odyssey movie. So this is someone who can, uh, who's their spaceship is run by the computer named Hal. And, you know, in a specific scene, Hal is asked to open a door and Hal doesn't do it. So he's going against, this is an example of strong AI, or I think another big one is uh, the Terminator. You know, I think a lot of people have the fear that, you know, if we create this strong AI, maybe it's going to take us over and it's going to create a uh, mind of its own. And it's just kind of hard to say that right now because, I mean, we were presented the opportunity to listen to two podcasts and I was fortunate to listen to Steven Pinker and he talked about how we aren't even smart enough to create AI that strong. You know what I mean, Patty? I mean, what do you, what do you think? Exactly. About, what we, do you... we don't even know enough about our own human brain to be able to recreate a artificial brain exactly. in, in a robot, for example, that can completely function on its own and make its own decisions and learn and really be like a, another human. I, I totally agree. I mean, if you listen to that Steven Pinker uh, podcast, I think that's another great podcast, something you might want to listen to before you listen to our pack, uh, podcast. But I mean, I think a lot of the stuff made sense because I think a lot of the people um, have, you know, feelings about AI. Is it going to be good or bad for us? And I think when we think about it, we want to, I personally want to think about it and is it going to benefit humans? You know, yeah. is it going to help me do my daily things and make my daily tasks easier? That's personally what I want. I mean, Pat might have something different. Right. Well, look at this. For example, a self-driving car. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, 40,000 people on average die in car crashes by humans, obviously, every year in the United States. So if we're able to make, like Tesla, for example, has already made self-driving cars, but if we can get the majority of cars on the road to be self-driving and all these self-driving cars are just a little better than humans are, so if that number of deaths goes down, obviously the artificial intelligence is going to win in this case. So like, in examples like that, yes, it can it can work and it can be put into our everyday lives. But in other situations, you know, maybe not. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with that. I think, um, I think that that's a lot of good points. If it if it's going to help us, then I think it's great. I think another important thing is, you know, the possibility of technology taking over people's jobs. And this is another point that Pinker brought up. And if you think about it in the um, depression, what happened was uh, at least I think it was like 25% of people were unemployed and that just like destroyed the economy. So there's obviously fears of that happening. You know, is the economy going to be destroyed because 25% of Americans are out of jobs? I think when you think about it, you're, the technology that would replace people, I mean, that's dirty. You're getting your hands, 
dirty. That's going to be like the worst jobs. So is that going to have a benefit? Because there's definitely somewhere where the economy will definitely help the people who are unemployed and, you know, new jobs will come up. It's just, it's interesting because there's so many different um, ways you can go with AI. So many people have different reasons. You know, you have Elon Musk. He's making the self-driving cars. Uh, You have other people saying, oh, you shouldn't do that. Other people saying, oh, you should. Like, where do you think we should find the balance in AI? Yeah, it's definitely going to be moving forward in the next probably 10 years. It's going to be very prevalent in our world. And for especially for us, we're going to be graduating college and looking for jobs in, say, four or five years. Yeah. So, like, we're not going to want to be losing jobs as young adults to robots. Yeah. Like, so it's it's all how, I don't know, how the world will develop and how technology will develop in the next 10 years. So I think that, you know, personally, I, I want AI to help me. And I obviously wanted to benefit mankind, but part of me wants the fact that I don't want it to control me. You know, I want it to, you know, I want it to help me in my daily life, you know, with the daily things I do. But at the end of the day, I still want my life. I don't want it to fully control me. And that's just personally how I feel about AI. I'll leave you with this, Sam. You want it to help you, but you don't want it to be better than you. I think that's beautiful. I think you brought a lot of wisdom. I, I want to thank you, Patrick Lon, for joining no, me on this AI Sam, podcast. Thank you, because th- this has truly been one of the greatest experiences in my life. You know that? I agree. Thank you so much for coming on. And everybody who listens to this podcast, have a great Stay day. Stay strong, people. We're going we're gonna to get through this together and we're going to come back stronger than ever. Minor setback for a major comeback. Thank you, Let's Thank go, you. baby.